Then Imam al-Barbahari, Rahimahullah, he brings a further point, that's numbered here as point number 116. And he said, وَإِيَّاكَ وَالنَّذَرْ فِي الْكَلَامِ وَالْجُلُوسَ إِلَىٰ أَصْحَابِ الْكَلَامِ And beware of looking into rhetorical theology, or kalam, and of sitting with the people of rhetorical theology, kalam. Shaykh said in explanation, he's saying, وَإِيَّاكَ وَالنَّذَرَ فِي الْكَلَامِ and beware of looking into kalam, rhetorical theology, he said. It is obligatory to act upon the book and the sunnah. And that which the Salaf al-Salih, the past predecessors, were upon, with regard to creed and belief, i'tiqad, and with regard to deeds, and with regard to behavior. This is the sound and correct methodology. And whoever leaves aside the methodology of the righteous predecessors in belief or in anything else and who goes along with the ulama al-kalam with the scholars of kalam, rhetorical theology those people who affirm matters of creed and belief based upon principles of logic and upon rhetorical theology and of jadal, polemics, science of argumentation, and upon initial assertions and conclusions of arguments, which they call intellectual proofs. She has said then this is misguidance in Aqidah. This is misguidance in creed and belief. And is misguidance in derivation of proof. And Allah has rendered us free of any need of ilm al-kalam, rhetorical theology, and of anything else, he has rendered us free of any need for that, with that which he sent down to his messenger, from the book and the sunnah. So therefore there is no good except within the book and the sunnah, particularly in matters of aqidah, creed and belief, which is the fundamental basis and is the foundation so therefore we do not base our aqidah, our creed and belief except upon the proofs of the book and the sunnah we do not build them upon the principles of logic and upon rhetorical theology so the speech of the scholars regarding kalam, rhetorical theology and the people of rhetorical theology is something well known so Imam Shafi'i, Imam Shafi'i, Rahimahullah said, My judgment with regard to the Ahlul Kalam, people of rhetorical theology, it's got theology based on rhetoric. My judgment with regard to the people of rhetorical theology is that they should be beaten with date palm fronds and with shoes and that they should be paraded amongst the tribes and that it should be said, this is the recompense of those who turn away from the book and the sunnah and who go along with ilm al-kalam and who go, go along with rhetorical theology. In the footnote, they mention this report is brought by Harawi in his book, Dhamm al-Kalam. Then Shaykh Bazan said, so ilm al-kalam, rhetorical theology, is blameworthy 
and the Salaf used to warn against it very strongly and that it may not be taken as a methodology to follow in matters of creed and belief and that a person leaves aside the book and the sunnah like those people who say al-jism and al-jawhar and so on he mentioned some of the terms that they use these people rhetorical theology people who bring logic and rhetoric into matters of creed and belief said those who say and talk about al-jism the body and al-jawhar the essential nature of such and such to the rest of it and they say affirming the attributes necessitates giving a body and bodies each have mutual resemblance so therefore they deny the names and attributes of Allah in order to flee away from giving him a body and a body is that which is composed of an individual essential nature and the individual essential nature is that which cannot be divided into parts and the Arab the Arab is a non-essential characteristic which is that which can exist in something else he's bringing the speech that they, that they use the terms they use and he's, he's telling you what these terms mean that they use the people of rhetorical theology they use in their books and they talk about creed and belief they talk about other attributes they bring the like of these terms he said they bring the like of meaning al-jawhar al-farad this individual essential nature <coughs> they talk about he said which is that which cannot be divided into parts and al-arab they say is a non a non-essential characteristic which is something that can exist in something else whereas al-jism the body is that which is established by itself then he said so they base their aqidah, their creed and belief upon al-jism, this thing and upon al-arab that which exists by itself and upon al-arab a non-essential characteristic and other than that from the false and futile ideas that they have he said, and they leave aside the book and the sun and you'll find in their books, you'll find all these type of terms here and this means this and that and this, this place, if you affirm this it would mean so I'll just mention the terms that he used he said, and other than that from the Tuwahumat al-Batila false and futile ideas that they have he said, and they abandon the book and the sun and this is clear misguidance and Allah's refuge is sought the Shaykh said, the Muslim does not become occupied with knowledge of polemics, knowledge of argue, how to argue, and leave aside and leave aside preoccupation, or leave aside occupation with knowledge of the book and the sunnah. No one does it except one whom Allah, the mighty majestic, has misguided. And the Salaf, the predecessors of this nation, used to proceed upon the book and the sunnah. Up until the books of the Byzantines, the, the Rome, the Romans, I mean the Byzantines, up until their books came to be translated into Arabic in the time of Al-Ma'moon. And then Ilm-Mantiq, then rhetoric came along, and Ilm-Jadal, knowledge of polemics, argumentation, and that came along then. So evil occurred in the nation from that time, from that time, 
and many of them came to base their creed and belief upon the knowledge of polemics, knowledge of debating and arguing, and upon mantiq, upon logic. And he said, he's saying, well, Jerusa ila ashab al-kalam, and beware of sitting with the people of theological rhetoric, rhetorical theology. He said, beware of learning rhetorical theology and of looking into it, so that you are not put to trial with it and become amazed with it. And beware of sitting with the scholars of theological rhetoric, rhetorical theology, or kalam. Rather sit with the people of hadith and the people of knowledge and don't sit with the scholars of kalam, rhetorical theology, so that they do not have an effect upon you and put you off regarding knowledge of the book and the sunnah. So sitting with evil people has an effect upon the person who sits with them. And therefore he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, described and gave us similitude for the righteous person whom you sit with as being like the bearer of misk, perfume seller who has misk, carries misk. So he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, فَحَامِلُ الْمِسْكِ إِمَّا أَنْ So the bearer of musk, perfume, either he will give you some, the Shaykh said meaning, he will give you some of his musk, Either he'll give you some of his perfume or you can buy some of his perfume from him or at the very least you'll find a pleasant smell from him. Shaykh Fazan said meaning for as long as you sit with him. And then he gave a similitude for an evil sitting companion as being like the blower of bellows in the blacksmith who uses the bellows. That he, you either burn your clothing, or at the very least, you will smell a bad smell from him. In the footnote, they mentioned this is reported by Bukhari, and the reference should be Hadith 2101, and Muslim. That's Hadith 2628 from a Hadith of Abu Musa al-Ash'ari radiallahu anhu. So he said this is the example of the good sitting companion and the evil sitting companion. And the ulama al-kalam, the scholars of rhetorical theology, are from evil sitting companions, so do not sit with them. Because they will only corrupt your creed and belief. And they will put you off with regard to the Book of Allah and the Sunnah of His Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam And likewise on this, that's where Shaykh Rawzan ends explanation of this point and then just briefly with regard to Shaykh Ahmad al-Najmi Rahmatullah, then he said there occurs from the Salaf predecessors Rahmatullah a warning against Kalam and against learning it and teaching it and looking into it and then he defines, he said, and Al-Kalam, this thing is mentioned here rhetorical theology, he said it is ilm al-mantiq it is knowledge of, or the science of logic which is taken from the philosophers and then he quotes the saying of Imam al-Shafi that we just heard on my judgment with regard to the people of Kalam and then he mentions the continuation and he mentions, then he said, after mentioning the saying of Imam al-Shafi 
my judgment with regard to those who the people of Kalam is that they should be beaten with date palm fronds and with shoes and they should be paraded amongst the tribes and it should be said this is the punishment of those who abandon the book and the sunnah and turn instead to Kalam rhetorical theology then the chef said and how much those who occupied themselves with it came to regret it those who spent their lives in looking into the books which are filled with kalam logic theological rhetoric and logic they came to regret it at the point of death and they showed remorse at that time when remorse will not benefit so some of them said would that I were able to die upon the religion of the old women the, old, the simple people, the old women upon the correct and simple belief that some of them said when they, when they were dying would that I were able to die upon the religion of the old women he said and likewise Ibn Salah and many of the scholars gave the fatwa the ruling that it is something forbidden and forbidden to look into and Allah is the one who wants success <coughs>